Welcome to Money Matters Podcast, where we strive to educate and empower you to make smart choices with your money. We believe people don't typically plan to fail. They simply fail to plan. Here are your hosts, Mike and Matt. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Money Matter Mini with me, Matt Cloutier. In today's episode, we'll be discussing financial basics for millennials. Now, with age comes responsibility. So if you're a young adult in your 20s or 30s, chances are you've been introduced to the realities of adulthood. While you might be excited by all the opportunities life has to offer, you're also aware of emerging financial responsibilities. Hmm. Tell me about it. In the financial realm, the millennial generation, and parenthetically, that's young adults born between 1981 and 1997, I'm right there at the cusp. Well, they face a unique set of challenges, including competitive job markets, significant student loan debt, and these things can make it difficult to obtain financial security. Poor money management can lead to debt, stress, and dependency on others. Fortunately, good money management skills can make it easier both for you to accomplish your personal and financial goals. So become familiar with the basics of planning now and your future self will (laughs) thank you for being responsible. Well, let's start. First off, let's figure out our financial goals. Setting goals is an important part of life, particularly when it comes to your finances. Over time, your goals will probably change That will likely require you to make some adjustments. So start by asking yourself some of these questions. Do you have a pen and paper ready? What are my short-term goals? Buy a new car? Maybe go on a vacation. What type of intermediate goals do I have? Maybe buying a home in the next three to five years. What are my long-term goals? Saving for a child's college education? Putting away money for retirement? Then rank, and how important is it for me to achieve each of these goals? Put a dollar figure to it. How much will I need to save for each goal? Once you have a clear picture of your goals, then you can establish a budget that will help you target them. Might maybe ask, well, Matt, how do I build a budget? Well, a budget helps you stay on track with your finances, so it's important to start. Here's the steps to take. First off, start by identifying your current monthly expenses and income. Seems pretty simple. It's easier than it sounds. Here we go. Simply add up all of your income streams. Job, interest income, other income, if you have a friend rent, friend renting from you, maybe you have a side gig, then do the same thing with your expenses. Make sure to include all discretionary expenses, parenthetically, that would be entertainment, travel, and hobbies, as well as your fixed expenses, housing, food, utilities, gas, transportation, and then look at the totals. Are you spending more than you earn? Hmm. This means that you'll need to make some adjustments to get back on track if this answer is yes. 
look at your discretionary expenses and see where you can maybe scale back your spending. It might take some time and self-discipline to get your budget where it needs to be, but you'll develop healthy financial habits along the way. On the other hand, you may discover that you have extra money that you can put towards savings. Pay yourself first by adding to your retirement account or your emergency fund. Build up your savings using extra income, which can help ensure that you accomplish your financial goals over the long term. Now let's talk about this emergency fund. It's an unpleasant thought, but in a financial crisis, it could strike at any time, especially when you least expect it. Hmm. Isn't that always how it happens? So we'll want to be prepared. Protect yourself by setting up cash reserves so you have funds available in the event you're confronted with some kind of unexpected expense. Car breaks down, water heater goes out, friends invite you on a once in a lifetime trip. Otherwise, you may need to use money that you have earmarked for another purchase, such as down payment for a home or even worse, going into debt. We call this robbing from Peter to pay Paul. You may be familiar with advice that you should have three to six months worth of living expenses in your cash reserve. In reality, though, the amount you should have saved depends on your particular circumstances. Consider factors like this. What's my job security like? How's my health? How much income do I have? What debts are owed? These are all important factors when deciding how much money should be in cash reserve. A good way to accumulate emergency funds is to earmark a percentage of your paycheck each period. This way, when you reach your goal, you won't stop adding money. The more you have saved, the better off you'll be. Now, let's review the cash reserve, either annually or when your financial situation changes. There may be major milestones like a new baby or home ownership, which might require some adjustments. Here's a note. Be careful with credit cards. Credit cards can be useful in helping monitor how much you spend, but they can also lead you to spend more than you can afford. Believe me when I say over the last 20 years, I've seen this happen and it's not pretty. So before accepting a credit card offer, evaluate it carefully by doing the following items. One, read the terms and conditions closely. Two, know what interest rate is offered and how it is calculated. Three, understand any hidden fees such as late payment charges or over the limit fees. Four, look at the rewards and or incentive programs that will be most beneficial to you. You can contact the credit card issuer if you have questions about the language used in an offer. And if you're trying to decide between two or more credit card offers, be sure to evaluate them to determine which will work best for you. Bear in mind that your credit card use affects your credit score. So avoid overspending by setting a balance that you're able to pay off fully each month. I'll say that again. Avoid overspending by setting a balance that you're able to pay off fully each month. That way, you can safely build credit while being financially responsible. Take into account that missed payments of any sort can cause your credit score to suffer. In turn, this could make it more difficult and expensive to borrow money later. So, 
You might ask, how do I deal with existing debt? Well, at this stage of your life, you might be dealing with a student loan or wondering how you can pay it off. Fortunately, there are many repayment plans that make it easier to pay off student loans. First off, check to see whether you qualify for some kind of income incentive repayment option or an income-based repayment. Even if you're not eligible, you may be able to refinance or even consolidate your loans to make the repayment schedule easier on your budget. Explore all options and find out what will work best for you. Always be cautious about new borrowing. If you're doing your best to pay off existing debt, you might find that you need to borrow more for maybe example, graduate school or a car. Think carefully before making this decision. Ask yourself these questions before borrowing more money. Is it really necessary for this purchase? Second, have I used a comparison shop to make sure that I'm getting the best possible deal? How much will this loan or line of credit cost over the entire lifetime? Can you afford another monthly payment to your budget? Will the interest rate change if you miss a payment? What will it be? Are there personal finances in good shape at this time? And well, should you wait to borrow until you've paid off other pre-existing debt? Maybe postponing the car purchase or your school purchase for another six months to a year. Weigh your pre-existing debt against your needs to borrow more and determine whether if this is a wise decision at this particular point of life. Here's one last tip, friends. Take advantage of technology. Hmm. I'm sure you're comfortable with technology. Access at technology at this age is one major advantage that benefits us millennials. Compared at least to uh, our parents, grandparents when they were starting out. These days, there's virtually an app for everything. That includes financial basics. Do your homework and find out which ones could be most helpful for you. Do you need to set alerts to remind you to pay your bills on time each month? Maybe you need help organizing your finances. Are you looking for a program that allows you to examine your bank, credit card, and investment accounts all in one place? Research all the different programs that can help with number crunching. There are many financial calculators and apps with built-in tasking that may seem overwhelming at first, but once you learn them, they could be really helpful. They might break down a monthly budget and help you figure out a loan repayment plan. Experiment with what you find and you'll most likely develop skills and insights that you can use as a starting point for your financial future. Although these apps are one way to get started, you might also consider working with financial professional. That's where we could maybe help. If you have more questions or would like to contact us, please visit our website at goldenwealthsolutions.com or drop into our monthly Ask the Expert sessions, which are an open Zoom meeting where you're welcome to ask situations and concerns specific to you. They're every Wednesday. They're every when the last Wednesday of every month. The last Wednesday of every month from noon to one Mountain Standard Time. We'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening, friends. Bye for now. This podcast is for educational purposes only and may include references to concepts that have legal and or tax implications and is not to be construed as legal or tax advice. 
Such information and or opinions are subject to change without notice and is not intended as an offer or solicitation with respect to the purchase or sell of any security, insurance product, or offer of any individual advice. Any strategy discussed may not be suitable for everyone. Securities America Incorporated does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult with the appropriate professional regarding your personal situation prior to making any financial decisions. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Incorporated, Golden Wealth Solutions, and Securities America are separate entities.